WPHDHD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. Always live on the free Odyssey app. From the Sherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Live and local from Philadelphia. Free speech lives here. Here. It's Kale and Company on Talk Radio 1210 WPHD. Live on this Tuesday, November 28th, it is indeed Kale and Company. You're right here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. We are always live on the free Odyssey app and, of course, streaming live for your video viewing pleasure on YouTube as we head until 10 o'clock this morning, 855-839-1210, the phone number, Twitter and Instagram, the radio station at 1210 WPHT. I am at Nick Kale, K-A-Y-A-L. Don Stenzel with the news. Greg Stocker, the chairman of the board. Anthony Dorenzo. Phil Almquist, our associate producer's absolutely loaded Tuesday show. And good morning, Don Stenzel. How are you? Good morning. It's a cold one out there. A little nipply out there. A little bit nippy out there. What was it, 34, 35, something like that? No frost on the windshield, though, so I'll take that as a victory. Nice. Here on a Tuesday. I put the ice scraper in the truck two days ago. Thinking, you know what, I'm going to start getting a jump on this. Haven't had to go there just yet. That's a good thing. It is. Gregory. Yeah, buddy. Another Tuesday for you? Yeah, another Tuesday. Tuesday. We got a lot of good stuff to get to today. A big take on tightening the vice, we shall explain. Also, some of the grave conditions that some of these... Israeli hostages had to endure when they were captive um, with Hamas. Brutal stuff. We will give you some of the first-hand details that some of these brave people had to endure for roughly 50 days. So we'll get to that this morning. Also, Disney makes a shocking admission to their shareholders. Uh-oh. We've all said it, but, you know, we get discredited. Oh, it's just another right-wingers and their gripes and their complaints. Not really truth until Disney comes out and says, hey, uh, shareholders <laughs> are bad. Let me guess. We're, we're going to turn this boat around, right? We're gonna, yeah, we're going we're gonna to reverse course, reverse and, course and, and resurrect the Titanic. Yeah, exactly. There you go. Exactly. Also, the NSA has a woke glossary that's going to blow your mind. If you've ever wondered where your tax dollars are going... Uh, this is one that will make your head explode. A woke glossary? That's correct. Oh, I can't wait to hear about this. Terminology that they are teaching their employees about so they could be uh, more diverse and equitable the in people, today's society. The people who spy on us and surveil on that, us. That, I, that is correct. I need to know that the people that are, surve- are spying on me <laughs> uh, go by they, them pronouns. That is correct. Okay. So we'll get to that this morning. <laughs> Also, old drivers and cars with built-in speed limits. Very fascinating stuff there. We've got a I low boost. I that this morning. Yeah, that would have been nice. Wait, wait, 95. Can I just say one thing real fast? 95 this morning. Yeah. There was a car stopped in the, like, the, you know, there was, like, four lanes there mm-hmm. as you're getting into the city. There's a car just stopped. And, like, people slam on their brakes. And uh-huh. it's just, like, you just pray to God that the people behind you aren't texting or aren't going so fast mm-hmm. that they slam in the back. I hold my breath as soon as I... Oh, I hate it. You swerved around it, though? No, I had to like physically oh. stop and go around it. Okay. The worst. All right. I hate traffic. I agree. <laughs> we got to get to... Well, right now, the Schuylkill West are reporting... Oh, no. Uh, Kanchi Curve. Great. Half an hour delay. Oh, good. Yeah, there yeah. was an accident right right near the... Yeah, right near the Kanchi Curve this morning. But Ugh. you know what? When the traffic gets bad between 6 and 10, that's fine because that means... Victory for us. Stay stuck in traffic and listen to us for longer. Traffic is your friend in morning drive. That's what I was once told. We also got to get to the booster rate in America. An NFL writer at Deadspin once again playing the race card going after another child. And also airplane etiquette. We will get to that. That story about the kid is just ridiculous. It's ridiculous. And it's the same clown that wrote the one last week about blackface for the kid in high school. uh, This guy is at it again. Same same dude. Oh, my God. Uh, He's up to his old tricks. So we'll get to all of that this morning, but let's get to the news. There's a lot of it, and for that at 6.05, we go to the great Don Stensland. And good morning. We are sponsored this morning on this Tuesday morning, as Greg always says, November 28th. 
code blue alerts, especially in many suburban counties, we are, ooh, we, we've already risen to a balmy 33 degrees. Feels like 27 outside right now with the wind chill. So we'll tell you about some flurries in the forecast and a big change is coming. Sponsored this morning by Consumer Cellular in Killen Company News Live. So code blue alerts. Most importantly, you're supposed to check on senior citizens, maybe elderly neighbors, and don't leave the dog outside for more than 20 minutes. So you let them out in the yard, bring them back in, and kitty cats too. How, to, how long do you typically leave uh, old buddy boy out there for? Probably 11 to 12 minutes. you got a time to a science. Look at that, 11 I to know. 12 minutes. Because he's thin, he's 14. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And how long is it going to take for him to drop one off out there? Yeah, you're in out real quick, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. he's just timing me. Now, we had a family friend, their son, who was like 11 at the time, left their dog outside and the dog froze to death. No. Left the dog out for like oh, a couple I hours. I got I to gotta ask a really morbid question. When a dog freezes to death, are they like like frozen, like stuck there like a statue? <laughs> I'm just curious. Stop. No, I... I, I... That is... <laughs> That's wow. terrible. You, you heartless guy. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just wondering what happens when, when, when said Stop. pet freezes. Yeah, he lifts, death, they, they lift pets. their, they lift, they lift their <laughs> leg. They take a squirt and then they just freeze. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I mean, it could happen, right? It's a sin. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Could happen. Sorry. Well, we do have this morning. Uh, we'll talk about the forecast, and it's an important one in a moment. But we do have this morning an investigation underway after a SEPTA police officer shot. A knife-wielding man. The man is accused of stabbing three different people, including an unarmed security guard in Center City, Philadelphia. So this happened 8 o'clock last night, Broad Street and South Penn Square, just outside Philadelphia City Hall. And after police get the call about this guy down on northbound platforms at the Walnut Locust Station, trying to slash people who were walking by. So SEPTA police say the guy was uh, trying to stab people as they were on the platform. But, you know, pretty scary situation. Um, so ultimately, the police, they initially tried to taser this guy. And ultimately, that wasn't working. I don't, we don't know if the guy was on something, what was going on. But three people stabbed a SEPTA guard who was not armed, I want to point out to you. And so they're investigating the, the situation here uh, this morning, still just trying to figure out, figuring this out. They were told preliminarily this was unprovoked. This guy just came out of nowhere mm-hmm. into the station, started making slashing motions at people, trying to stab people. And then the unarmed security guard approached the guy and who then went on to stab that security guard in the neck and then slashed two other passengers before uh, running off the platform there. Wow. So uh, just a scary situation. Like I say, pull out the taser, trying to get him. Uh, we're told the taser was ineffective. I, I'd love to know how that is or why that is. I mean, are, are some of these individuals so hopped up on some sort of substance that it just doesn't subdue them? Because we've seen this before where you try to taser somebody, you think you have them, and then they take off running again. Yeah. I'd, it, be, I'd be flopping around like a fish if I got tased. Because <laughs> you see it sometimes even, you know, on the... I mean, I don't know, on some of the cop shows or mm-hmm. on those reality shows. Yeah. Looks like the tasers are terrifying. I know. That's the last thing I want. I mean, I, I'm assuming it's far worse for you if you're, like, shirtless, like some of these, these bozos are when they have to deal with police and they get tasered shirtless. But if you're wearing, like, a big winter coat and you get tased, I'm, I'm assuming it has less of an effect. You know, the more layers, less penetration, I'm, I'm guessing. Well, and my next question is, does it need... A battery charge or something? Is there something physically going on with the device? Right. And you That's only not get, safe. Well, you only get, I think, one or two discharges with the taser gun, if I if I recall correctly. But I'm sure somebody will let us know on Twitter. So the, the blessing here, if there's one, all three of the victims who were uh, stabbed suffered non-life-threatening injuries. So they do have a crime scene, at, scene unit down there. Uh, they said that this is just, police are saying it serves as one more reminder of the dangers law enforcement um, officers face on a on a daily and nightly basis. Hmm. And it happened 8 o'clock last night. So we're, we're obviously we're following that one for you. Um, we did have a story, and I I did not know that these were called 
barnacles, but Philadelphia City Council, they held some hearings yesterday on these controversial windshield barnacles. So I'm not talking about what Nick Kale, when he bought his scraper, that's not what we're talking about here. They're those big kind of metal things that they put on your on your windshield. It's usually yellow. And it says, do not move vehicle. Uh, it's like a suction thing to the windshield of the vehicle. And so this is what tow truck companies, private towing companies would use. But it has become a very controversial situation. They held the hearing. They say that many people say this is not right to do this. It immobilizes a car by blocking the driver's view. And it's removed after what many would consider a huge fine. So Philadelphia police saying they've received a lot of calls about these so-called windshield barnacles. So the committee voted yesterday to move their discussion to the full council. So they're going to figure out steps the city's going to take, including potentially changing some of these towing laws. Okay. So it's a tool used by the tow truck drivers. Barnacles. The barnacles. Uh, We had 11... 11 more hostages released yesterday, and if you go to the one to three for every one victim or hostage or kidnapping victim in Israel and Gaza there, then you have three of those um, Palestinians, you know, accused terrorists, etc., prisoners, whatever you want to call them, released. So 11 to 33 ratio. So we had, that's what we had released yesterday. No Americans released yesterday during that swap that's okay john kirby said uh there's still a few days to go don't don't get too bent out of shape you know we'll 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 figure out how many we actually have that are hostage and uh yeah we'll see what we can do there's still time the window hasn't been closed yet dawn john kirby uh by the way lebron james what a loser we we just blew him out last night sixers philadelphia 76ers 44 points 44 point spread <laughs> Sixers wow. beat the Lakers, Lakers by, by 44. 44. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I didn't even. I wasn't even paying attention to that. I was watching Mike Opelka's Chicago Bears on Monday Night Football. The Bears. Their the Bears. Uh, their their defense. The uh, Lakers defense was just non-existent. That is. It was. It's. it's it, wow. It was a sin. <laughs> it is a sin. If you lose by 44 in the NBA, yep. you should uh, be relegated to like the G League for a night. <laughs> Well, let's get to our all-important forecast. Wind chills are just in the 20s all day today, so it'll, it will never feel like it's above 30, okay? So today, bitter cold, bundle up. Uh, we'll still have those gusty winds on the order of up to 35-mile-an-hour winds today, partly sunny with a high of 39. Again, it'll never feel like 39. It'll feel like about half that if we're lucky. So the combination of the wind, the cold air, it's going to keep the wind chills in the 20s all day. And a few flurries north and west of the city cannot be ruled no. out. So, we'll, I mean, nothing's going to stick, but, you know. What did I hear? I heard yesterday that it's been 22 months since Philadelphia and New York and other northeast cities have had over an inch of snow or or an inch or more of snow. Is that correct? It's the longest drought that well, yeah. we've gone through. Well, last last winter was very mild up here. Yeah. It, it was like a, uh, people always ask me, what's it like in Nashville in the winter? I'm like, you're living it right now. It's like 45 degrees and no snow. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not complaining, by the way. Are you complaining about that? I'm not complaining, no. Okay. I'm just saying, it, by the way, up in New York State, like, because of the Great Lakes and or the lakes up there, the lake effect snow. Yeah. They're going to get like 30 inches or something, or they're supposed to get 30 inches. Nice. Yeah, whenever you report from there and they're like, stand by the lake and put a light on her. You're yeah. like, oh, it's a blizzard out here, but not really. You, you, couldn't, you couldn't pay me to live in those, like, Buffalo, and yeah. like those areas where <gasps> they just get snow all the time. You can, barely, and, barely, you can barely pay me to live here. And not, <laughs> and not only snow, they get, like, four feet of snow. I, I know. And some of them really enjoy it. Yeah, they're yeah. crazy. Oh, I hate the heat, the humidity. Give me heat and humidity every day of the week. Amen. Kids want the snow, though. I, they keep saying we're going to get some snow this winter. I, I'm going to hold them to that. Maybe, I hope so. Maybe we can send our little Philadelphia Eagle fan, that's the bird flipper, we can send, <laughs> send, send him up to Buffalo. <laughs> well, tomorrow, much of the same. Uh, the winds will relax a bit tomorrow, but it's still a cold day, partly sunny skies, high of 39 again tomorrow. But like I say, we won't have the wind chill factor, so it'll feel a little nicer. Okay, once Tuesday and Wednesday are out of the way, we're coming to Thursday 
And then we return to more seasonable temperatures. Thursday, mostly sunny, high of 50 degrees. Friday, that warm-up continuing. A little more clouds uh, than sun, with rain possible by the end of your Friday, high of 52 degrees. And then for the weekend, Saturday, I think, is the better day when we rise to 53 degrees. Um, Maybe some clouds and sun. And then Sunday, a cloudier day. Some showers are possible, but still 51 degrees. So seriously, today and tomorrow, bitter cold, we get through it, but then the nice piece of it, Thursday through Sunday, it looks like more seasonable in the fifth, you know, low to mid, well, not quite mid, but low to to early 50s, all right? Consumer Mm -hmm. Cellular brings you this news. Consumer Cellular offering the exact same nationwide 5G coverage as the major carriers, even in bumper-to-bumper traffic, 100% U.S.-based support, just a click or call away. Plus, activation always free. Visit ConsumerCellular.com. Switch today. Kale & Company News Live. All right, Don. thank you very much. 616 on this Tuesday morning as we get ready for another Big Take. The Big Take on Kale & Company. All right, the big take this morning, tightening the vice. When historic events occur in the United States, always pay attention to what the government begins to implement in the wake of tragedy. After 9-11, things changed. On October 26th, 2001, the Patriot Act was published. Yesterday on Gale & Company, we played you this clip from Fox News as Fox & Friends First was interviewing Sonia Labosco, the director of the Air Marshal National Council, and she revealed this bombshell on what level of air security you could expect for Thanksgiving travel and how the TSA now has a special list for people who traveled to Washington, D.C. and that vicinity on January the 6th. Listen and watch this shocking admission. Okay, so how many uh, air marshals are on planes right now, and how many do you think uh, there should be to get to a safe level? Well, Carly, we're not we're not flying right now. The only missions that we're doing are Quiet Skies missions, and those are missions that are following the January 2021 people. So we're either on the border uh, for illegal immigrants or we're following folks from January 2021. We're not doing our regular missions where we're out there looking for the bad guys. So right now on uh, most flights, you're not going to have air marshals. What do you mean by that you're following January 2021 people? What does that mean? That means our primary mission is a little group called Quiet Skies. It's a mission called Quiet Skies that we're following people that flew into the national capital region in January 2021. You did not have to go to the Capitol or the rally, and you've been put on a specific list that TSA now has assigned air marshals to follow these people who have not had uh, any type of criminal investigation. They haven't committed a crime, but yet three years later, we're following the same individuals day in and day out. That is absolutely stunning. We played a little bit longer version of that yesterday for you on the cut sheet. So forget air marshals being up in the air with you on your flight to prevent any federal crimes because they are tracking Americans on a daily basis who flew into the general area of Washington, D.C., but had nothing to do with January 6th and have no criminal history and committed no crimes. That is reassuring. Actually, that's very scary. The Patriot Act following September 11th, 2001. TSA air marshals now focused on innocent Americans following January 6th, 2021. Are you paying attention and keeping track? But there is more. The United States surveillance machine doesn't end there. The police state continues. Remember March 2020? Yes, of course, we all do. That was when we officially declared a pandemic in the United States. COVID-19 officially became a thing, and life changed in a multitude of ways for multiple years. And just because life has returned to normal doesn't mean that the establishment and big pharma aren't keeping tabs on you. Did you know that Moderna is actually spying on your Internet activity? This story, courtesy of Unheard.com. U.S. Open tennis champion Novak Djokovic is famous in part for being an amazing tennis star, but also for refusing to get the COVID-19 vaccine. If you recall, he was banned from entering the United States to compete in tennis matches because he was unvaccinated. Completely ridiculous on all levels, including the absurdity that we allow migrants to enter the country at our southern border unvaccinated, but not a professional athlete in the prime of his athletic career. After winning the U.S. Open, after being allowed to compete while still being unvaxxed, finally, headlines read like this. 
Djokovic crowned anti-vaccine hero after a U.S. Open win. But for pharmaceutical giant Moderna, that was a big blow. One report rated news surroundings such as this. Jovac is listed as high risk, noting that, quote, vaccine opponents are celebrating the tennis champion and that some on social media are mockingly pointing out that Moderna, oh, by the way, is a U.S. Open sponsor. Other alerts produced by a partnership, and this is where it gets scary, where they have blended marketing executives with former FBI and Secret Service analysts, also citing concerns around the drug industry's profits as a source of misinformation. Moderna has misinformation reports that reveal what the pharmaceutical company is willing to do to shape public discourse around its marquee product and even affect policy making. With almost nobody getting the latest booster, Moderna has quietly upped their price from $15 per shot to $26 per shot to now about $130 per dose. But as far as the online monitoring goes, they have eyes and ears everywhere to monitor what people are saying about their latest shot, including a range of mainstream outlets as well as unconventional ones such as online gaming communities. I want you to think about that for a moment. They are monitoring online gaming communities to see what Americans are saying about their product, a COVID shot in a gaming community. Could you imagine tuning into one of these groups and hearing them talk about Call of Duty, expecting them to talk about something about Moderna? Give me a break. Others that have been noted as high risk from Moderna include Elon Musk and Russell Brand. So if you are high risk, Okay, if you have a high profile and a platform and an opinion that runs counter to what the COVID shot talkings talking points should be, they will view you as high risk. Good to know that big pharma, the feds and social media still trying to spy on your thoughts. And then finally, in the surveillance nation we now live in, Wired.com has reported a story that says there is a secret White House surveillance program that is giving police officers access to trillions of U.S. phone records. According to the letter, a surveillance program now known as Data Analytical Services, or DAS for short, has more than a decade allowed federal, state, and local law enforcement agencies to mine the details of American calls, analyzing the phone records of countless people who are not suspected of a single crime, including victims. TSA, tracking people who had nothing to do with January 6th. Moderna, spying on you and deeming you as high risk. And law enforcement agencies going through your phone records despite you doing nothing illegal. The police state is cracking down slowly and surely. But that's only half of the tightening of the vice in this country. The other half has to do with the further infringement on your First Amendment rights and free speech. Elon Musk is now filing a lawsuit on free speech. Deranged left-wing nutjob Keith Olbermann wants to ban Twitter. And even UFC star Conor McGregor is facing attacks from the Irish government over alleged hate speech. Elon Musk, the owner of Twitter, filing a lawsuit against left-wing smear machine Media Matters last week, who claimed that Elon Musk is anti-Semitic. Media Matters claiming that corporate ads are now running on Twitter right next to Nazi content. Apple, Disney, Comcast, Paramount, and Amazon all pulling ads off of Twitter. Here's a business insider on MSNBC talking about this over the weekend. Listen and watch this clip. The platform is so saturated with extremism, with white genocide, with anti-Semitism, with racism, with conspiracy theories, things that otherwise should be managed in some way that they can't actually protect the few brands that are still willing to remain on the platform. In response, Elon Musk is claiming that Media Matters made this story up. They created fake accounts and staged this entire demonstration on Twitter with screenshots, and they are now being hit, Media Matters that is, by Elon Musk by, quote, a thermonuclear lawsuit to counter this, quote, fraudulent attack. This would be an enormous victory for free speech if Elon Musk can win this case and bankrupt Media Matters once and for all. So you have the government, big pharma, federal agencies, and now other left-wing media outlets trying to spy on you, track you, and, of course, take your First Amendment rights away. 
We'll get into Keith Olbermann and Conor McGregor coming up in about 10 minutes, but it's pretty obvious. If you give the establishment an inch, they will take a mile. Slowly and surely, they are tightening the vice on the American people, whether you know it or not. And that's the big take. The Big Take on Kale and Company. All right, Big Take this morning. If you want to jump in with your thoughts and reactions, you can certainly do so. 855-839-1210 is the phone number. 855-839-1210. Twitter and Instagram at 1210WPHT. Or, of course, be a part of the Kale and Company comment community on YouTube. Just go to YouTube.com slash at 1210WPHT. Hit the like and subscribe button and be a part of the show today. We'll come back, get some thoughts and reaction to that, as well as Conor McGregor and his First Amendment rights uh, under attack by the Irish government. And also, you will hear Keith Olbermann's latest deranged rant on why the government should ban Twitter. We'll get to that as we continue. It's Kale and Company live here on this Tuesday morning. Nick Dawn and Greg here on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. As the weather gets colder and it's freezing out this morning, the NFL offers stay hot on FanDuel in partnership with the Valley Forge Casino. Right now, new customers can get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 money line bet. Looking uh, to Sunday, 425 game between the 49ers and the, and the Philadelphia Eagles. Um... Philadelphia plus 124 is the money line. You can plunk $5 on that. If you sign up right now at FanDuel.com slash Greg, FanDuel.com slash Greg. If the birds win, you get $150 in bonus bets. If you've been thinking about joining FanDuel, there's no better time to get in on the action than right now. I love the FanDuel app. It's so easy to use. There's a wide range of betting options, including spreads, player props, over-unders, and so much more. FanDuel.com slash Greg. FanDuel.com slash Greg right now. Vandal Sportsbook is the official partner of 1210 WPHT and the NFL. 21 and over, President PA. First online run money wager, only $5 pregame money line wager required. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued is not withdrawable. Bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms of sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problem? Please call 1 800 Gambler. It's Kale and Company on demand from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the free Odyssey app. Good to have everybody in on this chilly Tuesday. Nick Dawn and Greg, Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Get us on the free Odyssey app. You can watch us live on YouTube. Hopefully you took advantage of Cyber Monday yesterday. Saw a lot of people tweeting uh, some stuff out yesterday. A couple of Zeoli uh, purchases were made on the Good. 20% off day. Awesome. Woo. Love it. Nice work out of those people. Love it. Good job. All right, so uh, the captives and the details as Hamas releases more hostages. That is on the way in some of the conditions that these brave uh, individuals had to endure. That's coming up in just about 15 minutes, but I want to get some thoughts and reaction to kind of what we are living through and what we just discussed here in the big take. I'll give you a little bit of a follow-up as well with what Conor McGregor, UFC star, has to deal with in Ireland, and also you'll hear Keith Olbermann's latest deranged rant on why Twitter should be banned by the United States government, but I'm, I'm just thinking about all these little stories that I weaved in. And it just feels like right now the government, from from the standpoint of the First Amendment and free speech, surveillance and spying, we're going to give you the NSA story on the woke glossary that they have apparently been um, indoctrinating their employees with. But it seems like we live in a world now, more than ever, where this administration, this government wants to instill a police state and they are using so many different arms and branches of the 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 major institutions so to speak in this country from the federal government to big tech we know the way things played out in 2020 and 2021 when it came to free speech leading up to the election you know the suppression of the Hunter Biden laptop story and now you have pharma going so deep into the weeds to see what the American public thinks about their pretty much utterly worthless latest COVID-19 booster shot. And we'll give you the details. Only about 4% of Americans so far have taken the latest booster. But this is, I think, scary times. And I'm not one of these people that tries to sound the alarm every single day on this show. But every which way you turn, you just see these stories about an administration just so hell-bent on trying to shape the public discourse 
There's only one narrative. It's what we tell you. It's what Big Pharma tells you. You can't question it. Just either take it or don't. But don't go online and spout off your views or we're going to be tracking you. And I'm still a little wigged out. And like I'm not playing radio here. Like I'm still a little shocked and wigged out by what we played in the big take just now, Dawn. From yesterday's show, we gave you the longer version in the cut sheet of TSA agents three years later are tracking and surveilling on a daily basis people that were in the Washington, D.C. area on January 6th that could have been there for a job interview to be a district manager at a Starbucks four blocks away from the Capitol. These people are being tracked on a, for what? Like, what world are we living in here, people? Wait, it's it's bad enough that they're going after people three years later that were there for the, quote, Capitol riots that really didn't do anything wrong. But just innocent people that are, quote, guilty by association or by being in the general vicinity. I don't know about you, but that that's still something to me that I'm like, wow, that that's where we're allocating our resources. I, and I just flew for Thanksgiving and there was no air marshals on my flight, apparently. Well, or maybe there were, and you didn't know. I would like to. I would like to believe so. I would like to think that there's you know? somebody up there from a security standpoint. Not not every flight's going to have them, even when they weren't tracking January sixers. But knowing that our skies are less safe because we're tracking January sixth people, I don't know. I don't sleep well at night knowing that. I'll tell you that right now. And one of them we talked about this earlier yesterday. One of them was there a January sixth, and I don't know if he was ultimately convicted. But he was, you know, one of the those that was round, individuals rounded up, a dad, and his new baby was on the list and the boarding pass and everything. And so the question is, if they're watching the certain individuals and their children and their families, then what else? Mm-hmm. You know, right. what what else? Then then I have to ask, the, you know, it's like Big Brother. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, we're we're all back to thinking about George Orwell over here. But I, I'm just thinking... Okay, are they impacting you uh, with jobs? Are they impacting you with banking? How, how else are they impacting all of us? Mm-hmm. We don't even know it. We don't even know it. And because we're so caught up in our, our lives and we're our distractions and all the technology that we have. And, you know, I've said for a while, I think the smartphone has made us stupid. But, you know, this, <laughs> this little device that we have, as great as it is, as much as it makes our life extremely convenient, I mean, we also, we also allow these people into our lives by having all the technology we, we consume and purchase. Well, that's the funny thing is that we, we allow this every day of our lives so you know we're we're really the ones to blame here for this but this is this is nothing new you know that's true the government has spied on its citizens forever Mm -hmm. uh the only difference now is is that you have a lot of these you know citizen journalists and stuff like that who who become whistleblowers who find out stuff and 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 shine a light on it to the public yep. that never used to occur mm-hmm. you know what i mean so you know you have a lot of people doing the job of what the new york times and uh, the la times and washington post used to do now you have citizens doing it because you know they want to know what the government is up to mm-hmm. so i don't think that it's a new thing i do agree that it is scary i hate the whole surveillance thing but yep. again we invite it into our house every day by having um our smartphones. So some of the, the the smartest people actually are the people that never maybe you know, bought a smartphone, and they they still every now and then you'll see the guy like, in your family circle or a friend that has like mm-hmm. the old Nokia flip phone, and he's like, "Yep, never got a smartphone," or he doesn't have like an iPad or a laptop, and he's very disconnected from society, other yep. than the fact that he makes basic phone calls. He doesn't text message. Yep. Those are the people that are the, the more difficult ones to spy on, surveil, and track. And they, they probably live a less stressed out life because they're not paying attention to social media 24-7 and having their anxiety go out of control. So it's a fascinating time indeed. But then there's also the free speech element of this and going on social media and questioning your government. And I'm not talking about any of us and us common folk out there. I'm talking about even the celebrities of the world, such as Conor McGregor, who is obviously a big-time UFC fighter uh, of Irish descent. And he is now dealing with with this across the pond as former UFC fighter Conor McGregor reportedly 
allegedly under investigation for a series of tweets addressing last week's riots in Dublin, Ireland, that was sparked by the stabbing of five people, including three children. The riots exploded after rumors circulated online that the man responsible for the attack outside of a Dublin school was a foreign national. Authorities have not disclosed the suspect's nationality. McGregor did not condone the rioters, but he took aim at Ireland's leadership and its immigration policies, saying, quote, a change was necessary. Here are a few of Conor McGregor's tweets that have landed him in hot water with the government under their rules of, quote, hate speech. He said the following, quote, innocent children ruthlessly stabbed by a mentally deranged non-national in Dublin, Ireland today. McGregor tweeted in response to a video of um, Irish Garda Commissioner Drew Harris, who was condemning the violence as, quote, disgraceful and pushed uh, by a, quote, hooligan faction driven by far right ideology. McGregor says, quote, Drew, not good enough. There is grave danger among us in Ireland that should never be here in the first place. And there has been zero action done to support the public in any way, shape or form with this frightening fact. McGregor tweeted, quote, in all capital letters, not good enough. Make change or make way. Ireland for the victory. God bless those attacked today. We pray End quote. And now the government has said, no, no, I'm sorry, Conor McGregor. We are going to now investigate you for your speech on social media. How dare you question us and what happened with a brutal stabbing in our country? That's also very scary. So it's not just happening here in the United States with every Tom, Dick, and Harry out there. It's happening with the biggest celebrities in the world. And I keep thinking back to what Trump has said. If they can do this to me, they can do this to you. So... Keep that in mind as well. Yeah, I, to me, Nick, I think that there's more to this in the sense that he was slamming their prime minister mm-hmm. over the prime minister, Leo uh, Varadkar, who didn't really have too much to say about the four-year-old little girl who was a Hamas hostage in Israel. Mm-hmm. And I've and there are all of the there's this this grassroots movement to get that saying Conor McGregor should run should lead Ireland mm-hmm. and jump into the political ring. Oh, as it run for office. Run, yeah. Okay. And so that, I think, in part, is why his potential political foes mm-hmm. are saying, we got to shut that down. Right. We got to shut your speech down. You're too much of a threat. God forbid you run for office. You're a rock star. You're a megastar yep. over here. You could end up winning. And then all of a sudden, and that's what we're talking about here, right? Controlling the narrative, shaping the narrative, keeping power, keeping control, money, power, control. That's all these people are obsessed with. And anytime somebody kind of rises up and can become a threat to that, so, so to speak, establishment, they need to, you know, basically eradicate you from the picture, which is, very, very scary. Uh, not as scary as Keith Olbermann, though, and this is where we'll wrap up some of the free speech stuff. Um, now, look, I've made my claims in the past before that I want TikTok banned, but I think my banning of TikTok is more valid because my argument has been I don't want China spying on us. Bad enough our own government does it. I don't need another superpower spying and gathering data from Americans. But Keith Olbermann wants to ban Twitter because of guys like Elon Musk and Donald Trump. Here is the latest uh, unhinged rant from a man sitting in a high-rise apartment in New York with no female companionship, losing his mind in New York City. Uh, Here's Keith Olbermann on why they should ban Twitter, and the government should be the ones to do so. It is time for the government of the United States to ban X, the social media site still largely known as Twitter. And yes, I get the irony. Scan that QR code to take you directly to the Friday edition of the Countdown Podcast because with his amplification of a post duplicating the hateful language of the Pittsburgh synagogue shooter, with his doubling and tripling down on anti-Semitism and white supremacy, and with the likely Republican nominee for president echoing the hate speech of the Nazis and Hitler, Elon Musk is standing over a tinderbox of racial and religious hatred and intolerance and the targeting of the quote other unquote that has never been fuller and never been drier in the history of this country. The peace and security of the United States of America is literally at stake. The president or Congress or the states or all of them acting together must ban Twitter X and sever all contracts and contacts with all of Elon Musk's other companies, 
SpaceX, Tesla, The Boring Company, Neuralink, and XAI. Elon Musk has gone down a path of hate and potential violence from which he cannot backtrack. Either he goes or Twitter X must. All that and more on the Friday Countdown Podcast. Now <laughs> live God. wherever you podcast and also on YouTube. Hit the link or scan the QR code. <laughs> yeah, yeah. By the way, in the future, boys, we don't need to have him promoting his show at the end. We can end it with his deranged rant. I'm not giving him free plugs for his outlets. That guy, this is see, this is what happens, folks, when you don't get laid. I truly believe that. <laughs> that, that guy needs to have a female in his life. Elon Musk, there's no peace. There's no national security. There's a rising hate speech. There's going to be blood in the streets if we don't basically wipe Elon Elon Musk off of the face of the earth is what he's asking for. Can I say one thing uh, that's super superficial? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, I said super superficial. Like, what's with the blue glasses? Oh, with Oberman. Yeah, I, I, I just, I can't. Yeah. Like, just, just wear normal glasses. Yeah. If you want a little color on them, fine. But, right. like, they're just, like, they're just huge blue. Oh. I know. It's anyway, a bad look, right? He looks, he looks insane. Yeah. He looks insane. And I, I don't know, you know, I, I don't know what happened to him because I saw you tweeted something a couple weeks ago, something where you basically said, like, you know, when he was on Sports Center, mm-hmm. you know, like he was he was so good. He was great. Him and Dan Patrick were so good yep. on Sports Center together, and then he just, you know, maybe he, he was always nuts, but he hit yeah. hit it better. Uh, but he just lost his mind. Well, it's been, it's been like a gradual shift because, you know, I'm assuming he was always a liberal to begin with. My guess is he was probably more like a Bill Maher liberal back in the day. Then he becomes a host on MSNBC. He goes further left. And honestly, I think he's not alone here. I think Donald Trump becoming president and then having the COVID-19 pandemic, I think the last seven years has broken the brains of a lot of individuals. You know what's funny, too, is that if you talk to a lot of liberals... Like they don't even like him. They 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 think he's right, crazy. Right. You know he he helped uh, bring up Rachel Maddow, and they had like a big falling out because he's 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 nuts. Yep. And like he trashes her. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So like it it the, like some of the most liberal liberal people don't even like Keith Olbermann. Yeah, like we, that's how crazy he is. They they can't even claim him anymore. He's not one of us. He's, he's gone off the reservation. He's really a man without a home. Yep. Or a female companion. <laughs> I know. And there's nobody that will employ him either. I know. Think about that. As as left as MSNBC is, they don't even bring him in as a contributor, a panelist, or a guest. Yeah. He's just basically doing videos by himself in his apartment. <laughs> yeah. He's a legend in his living room. Yeah, he really exactly. is. Keith Overman, wasn't it about a year ago when he was trying to put out all these stories of MSNBC, I'm coming back, they want me back, we're supposed to have dinners, yep. and they're like, uh, no. No. Yep. no. Yeah, when when the contract negotiations uh, between Rachel Maddow and MSNBC were kind of going in this weird direction, and she wanted to only work one day a week, and blah, 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 they were going to bring him in as kind of like a leveraging thing mm-hmm. for her to like kind of you know scare her into... Five days a week? Yeah. And then I I don't think anything ever really was going to happen. I yeah. think they just brought him in as like a bargaining chip. Yep. Like, if you don't do five days a week, we're bringing this nutcase back. That's right. And he's got worse TDS than you do. <laughs> and we'll show you. 855-839-1210, the number. We'll come back, wrap up the 6 o'clock hour. Some of the details coming out about the conditions of which uh, these captives um, that were released are hostages from Israel, what they had to endure. Uh, it is very disturbing, and we will give you those details coming up next as we continue. Kale and Company, Talk Radio 1210, WPHD. This is the Kale and Company podcast from Talk Radio 1210, WPHD, and on the free Odyssey app. This spring, Southern Italy, let's do this. It is time to sip that limoncello, maybe a beautiful Italian red wine from your hotel balcony as you savor the sunset beyond the Isle of Capri. That's right. I'm talking about the Amalfi Coast, Positano, Sorrento, and yes, Capri. Join me next spring as we discover the wonderful sights in southern Italy with my friends from Conservative Tours. Nobody does it better than Conservative Tours. So the Abbey of Monte Cassino, Pompeii, will have plenty of time to see all the great sites, including the ancient sites and the Colosseum in Rome as well, all while enjoying a gastronomical event for 12 days of touring. Olive oil production, a mozzarella farm, and, yeah, the wineries. Can't wait for those tasting sessions. Tasting sessions galore. The group dining events they're known for are legendary. 5267, that includes nonstop airfare while supplies last. 
You can go to conservativetours.com, scroll down, you'll see my picture. Yes, my husband, Larry Menti, my teen, uh, Michael and David, our teenage sons, are going too. So for us, it's a family trip of a lifetime as well. And the toll-free number is on the site there at conservativetours.com, 888-733-9494. By the way, we're going to see why so many Italians take their vacations in Puglia, which is so picturesque, unspoiled, really Italy's best-kept secret, and authentically Italian. Conservativetours.com. Let's do it next spring in southern Italy. Tell Dawn sent you. Talk Radio 1210 WPHT. Dawn will have some news to kick off hour number two. Uh, Also, we got a listener email from yesterday's debacle of my story about Nashville and getting food poisoning Uh that we have to uh, provide an update for, courtesy Uh of uh, one of our great listeners, Beverly. Uh, Better late than never. I might actually have to uh, look into this uh, product for future Uh situations. We'll get to that as we continue. Is it Uh, a modium? (laughs) Well, that would have helped as well. And I didn't have that on hand either. So uh, that'll be some good stuff coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. What's on the cut sheet at 7.45? Um, still thinking about the, the, the four-year-old American girl that uh, was released, one of the hostages who had to um, endure uh, her parents being murdered right before her very eyes. I was watching some of the uh, stuff yesterday. Uh, Brett Baer had a couple of uh, you know correspondents over in Israel discussing that. I mean, the poor girl had her her parents' blood all over her, and witnessed you know her her parents get killed right before her eyes. But we're also beginning to get more details on some of the Israeli hostages that were released and have returned home, and some of the details of the captivity are emerging now, um, such as they were sleeping on plastic chairs that were essentially their beds. They had meals of bread and rice. They spent hours waiting for the bathroom. Uh, most of the freed hostages appear to be in stable physical condition. However, uh, a lot of these individuals have lost a drastic amount of weight. Uh, Mirav Raviv, whose three relatives were released by Hamas on Friday, said they had been fed irregularly and had eaten mainly rice and bread. She said her cousin and aunt Karen and Ruth Munder had each lost about seven kilograms, which is 15 pounds. So they lost 15 pounds in about 50 days, and they had to sleep on rows of chairs that were pushed together in a room that apparently looked like a reception area. And they said they sometimes had to wait hours on hours before using the bathroom. Uh, Also, you had an 85-year-old woman uh, who had to endure a lot. Um, She pretty much was in darkness for the most part and had to adjust to the sunlight upon her release. Quote, she was in complete darkness, said one of her family members. She was walking with her eyes down because she was in a tunnel for so long that she was not used to the daylight. And during her captivity, she was disconnected from all of the outside world. So, I mean, these are just, I would think, beyond the fact that it's inhumane, it really, I would have to imagine, messes with your mental state of mind, right? Like when you're in darkness for that long you you're not on a regular you know food schedule. You've lost all this weight. At least it, from what I gather in the first part that I read, it says that they had pushed chairs together in what looked to be a reception area. I'd like to think that the, there was at least light in the reception area. But for some of these people that were underground in these Hamas tunnels, could you imagine going seven or eight weeks in straight darkness and isolation? That has got to be absolutely horrifying and play all kinds of tricks with your mind. Yeah, especially for anybody who's claustrophobic. Oh, my God, yeah. And some people needed their medication. They yep. didn't, if, you know, they were on medication. We heard about that. It sounds mostly like they were down in those tunnels. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, that, I mean, that's the, I'm sure that they're trying to figure out where they're holding them, but it yeah. sounds like. They're in, they're keeping them in separate locations, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they show Brett Bear's uh, program last night around six fifteen was showing video of the the uh, hostages reunited with family members, and I got to tell you, for being now, I know they probably went to a hospital, had all their vitals checked, and they emerged in relatively good condition. 
But for being gone for almost two months like that, they looked relatively okay, relatively happy. I'm thinking, I don't know how these people would have... I, I don't know how I would have survived. I can tell you I would not look as good as some of these people did last night on TV. I can't imagine the mental mind blank that uh, these people are going to... Especially these kids. Yeah. Like We, we don't even know what the, uh, the lasting effects are going to be for these kids for the rest of their lives it's I mean, just it's uh it's it's a form of torture is it not absolutely right absolutely it is so. absolutely it is and it's just you know it's i'm glad they're home i'm glad everybody's safe and you know it's it's just oh god yeah but of course we have the three to one ratio and we still have more americans that uh according to john kirby there's still uh you know another day or so where the, they could actually uh pull off a few more hostages so to speak it's just nine american hostages i know I know that this is a delicate diplomatic endeavor, but I just feel outraged. Mm-hmm. The, and I, and well, we also have no direct communication with Hamas, no, so we I have mean, no idea how to get what information from them. But we're enabling the, these are terrorists. The yeah. only thing they get or understand, they understand fear. Mm-hmm. And they don't fear us. That's right. And so, I, to me, I just feel. Like, that's why I kind of love, like, the Conor McGregor attitude where Mm -hmm. he's like, hoorah, this is not acceptable. Yep. And and so the fact that we're all just, like, pussyfooting around and, oh, we can't talk to them, we're we're enabling them. Mm -hmm. And every other terrorist crazy freak group around the world is watching this and taking notes. That's correct. If you if you don't, you know, rule with an iron fist, others take notice and then they try to take advantage of your perceived or the reality of your weakness. Uh Secret Squirrel on the YouTube chat writes some person is going to invent the uh hostage weight loss plan. <laughs> oh, stop. Will you stop? 15 pounds. That's nice. Yeah. Like to- 15 in 50 days? Take take me hostage. I think most Americans would take that after the start of the new year, right? <laughs> Jeez. That's why, is that why, no, I can't even joke about yeah. it. <laughs> Dawn, as, as Don Lemon once said. Dawn, you better keep <laughs> your mouth closed. <laughs> Too soon. All right. 855-839-1210. Dawn will have some news to kick off hour number two. And then we got a lot of good stuff coming up in the 7 o'clock hour. A stunning admission made by Disney. And also, is there a new age limit coming to when older drivers mm. need to take their test again? And also cars with built-in speed limits. That's being floated out again by those in the transportation department. We'll get to those stories as we continue. The Cut Sheet at 745, and Hour 2 of Kale & Company is next. Start your day with Kale & Company. Weekday morning, 6 till 10, on Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and the free Odyssey app.